Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the uh, effervescent Michael Johnson. Hello, I am Michael Johnson. <laughs> Bit of an oddball. Yeah, what, what a little weird, weird, uh, odd duck. That this little is an Michael. odd duck. Just an odd duckling. <laughs> He's not the ugly duckling. He's no. just an odd little duck. Thank you. He's I, like uh, the kind that tries to eat with his tail ooh. instead of his beak. Yeah, like, what is it, <laughs> shoving it up his asshole? Yeah, basically. Like There's there's a... I was reading this Russian uh, fairy tale guy. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what his name is. Yorg Wazunski. No, there's way more T's. Uh, T's and R's. But uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like the... The the lonely goose, mm. and it was it was about like this like oh it was a swan yeah the swan in the moon okay and it's like the the swan saw the reflection of the moon in the water and thought it was food and so it went for it mm-hmm. and all the other swans laughed at it what an idiot dude yeah exactly and so that's the moon you moron there's it, it nothing was, in there it was so ashamed that it uh, starved to death. Mm. End of the story. <laughs> I fucking love Russian fairy tales. They're, yeah. they're just like, I thought the keep uh, trying to be alive. You're like, what? Yeah, I thought the Russian fairy tale would be a, it's like it's the story of a goose that saw the moon's reflection in the in the water, and then it gets in there, and it, seven generations later, communism happened. <laughs> it's like what? It's always generational. These fucking Russian yeah, I mean, novels. Yeah. I mean, if you look at different places, it's like they're just kind of warning kids about like places that they think could be dangerous. So, mm-hmm. like Germany, they're like, "Don't go in the forest." Yeah. Scotland's like, "Watch out for river monsters and things mm-hmm. that live in the loch." Yeah, river monster. There's there there were river dogs in Scotland that would like drag children into the river just to drown them. Good. So like, stay away from the river at night. And also the uh, the caves, what we learned last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go near Sonny Bean. <laughs> Hear that he's uh, um, going to uh, eat you. Yeah. Well, speaking of people that are uh, likely to disembowel you and uh, string you up somewhere. Mmm, yummy. I think we should get to uh, today's topic. Oh, because it's uh, Spooktober ep- Part 2. Why, why does it have to be like a part thing? This can just be like part- a month. We uh, it, it is like a there's like a October. span of time that we can just keep putting these things out, and we don't have to be like, hey, yeah, spooky October, yeah. it's spooktober, yeah. People just can't shut up about it right now. They, I think they're just looking for something to be happy about. Yeah, it's so like I get to dress up mm-hmm. and look weird, and I don't know what to do yet, but uh, it's gonna be cold, so I'll be like a like a like an Eskimo slut. Ooh, a slutty Eskimo. That way, that way I can use all my real faux fur. Oh man! And wear my cute boots. Finally, I get I to wear these fucking things. Yeah. Ah. I wanna. I wanna. See, I, I just wanna have like a little like counter on Halloween, like just tech how many people are in like full face makeup of the Joker. Oh man, this is gonna be a lot. Because last, even it, last year, like, yeah, you, you have you have a uh, Pennywise the clown, and you have I already saw those the pictures. Joker. So yeah. like, it's gonna be a lot of makeup sold this year. A lot of white face going around. Yeah, is that ever offensive? Probably mm, not. Nah, because like what really like when they used to do it, 
back in like France, you know, where they were like cake up their face with mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. And be all posh. Mm-hmm. That makeup had uh it had lead in it. <laughs> it was lead based. Yeah. That's and a good so, that's a good base to have. <laughs> well, over the lifetime they had to keep putting on thicker and thicker coats yeah. because it was just eating out holes in their face. It's like why why my holes in my face keep happening? I better keep putting on the stuff on my face. Yeah, and so effectively it just like became their face. Yeah. But uh no one said that the French were very uh, smart. Yeah, I don't think that's really a topic that gets tossed around. Yeah, they seem of like, like the brilliance of the French. Yeah, it's usually like every other surrounding country, <laughs> and the French are like, "Ugh, it's why like, are you still here?" Like the French are the French are so arrogant, but arrogant of what? Like they pretty much stole everything. Like talk about a cultural appropriation. Like they stole the the Revolutionary War from America. <laughs> No way. Yeah. If anything, they're just effective middlemen. Yeah, they were inspired by uh, they, uh, what we did here. Well, I mean, they they had uh, a great deal of land that they sold. Mm. So that was pretty good. Well. And then they were out of our war. They are like, well, we can just say fuck off yeah, and yeah. we will only speak to Benjamin Franklin. Mm, and Napoleon when he gets born. Okay, let's actually get to this topic. Oh, right. I love this topic. So, today, we're actually going to be talking about Edward Theodore Gein. Ooh, yay. Ed Gein, good friend of all of ours. Mostly just, like, on your side of the table. Ah, like, why? The side of my table that's covered in this weird leather? Hey, it, I mean, it's really soft. It's really malleable. It's turning a little green, though. I don't know what that's about. Oh, I, I, fuck, I didn't know how to tan. So Ed Gein was born in 1906. Good year. And because it is spooky October, he actually is the inspiration for mm, 80, I would say about 80% of the real, real, like, gripping and oddly terrifying horror movie people. Yeah. Of a while, uh, like the last probably 40, almost 50 years now. Quite the inspiration. Like yeah. Famous inspiration to Psycho. Um, uh, wh- what else? Uh, well, so. Buffalo Bill, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, this so little guy, Leatherface. Yeah, Norman Bates from Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. And most recently. Oh, there's a recent one. Mm-hmm. Dr. Oliver Threadson in American Horror Story Asylum, the guy oh. who was making all of the, the skin suits. Okay. Yeah. I I can see that. So he... I thought he was German. I mean, he, he died at 77 years old, so, I mean... Yeah, he lived a nice, long, happy life. I guess so. Yeah. When you're, when you're like, mentally incompetent, you really probably live, like, a happy life. Yeah, but he loved reading, dude. He really loved reading. It's the only thing he was good at. He was a good reader. So he, um, <laughs> he, how do you even get into this guy Oof. Um, without just like screaming nipple belts? <laughs> nipple belts, nipple belts. Well, do we lose all the listeners yet because it's a disturbing term? Like, well, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. It's a bit out there. Yeah. So. 
let's start at the beginning, right? Right. Yeah. Because I, I, when when I first looked into this, I was like, what what was it like in 1906 in the middle of Wisconsin? Lots of snow, I imagine. The, yeah. There's like, so he was in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Yeah. He which moved is, there. Yeah. Uh, that's where his family lived. That's where their 155-acre farm was. Well, they moved there, I think, like, uh, like a few born, years after he was born. Right? Well, he was born in La Crosse. Uh, I think because that's probably where the most major hospital was. Oh. Okay. It's 1906. They don't, they don't get cars for another, <laughs> like, 10 to 12 years. Yeah, at least. In Wisconsin, probably not for another 40 years. What is surprising, though, is that actually... Um, Appleton, Wisconsin, which mm-hmm. is 70 miles east of Plainfield, was the first place in the world to uh, publicly sell electricity. Oh. Yeah, they did it in step 1882. Right up, step right up. Get one piece of electricity. Get your bolts here. Get some bolts. Uh, 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 oh, oh, sling them to you through a wire. Uh, I got a question. How many electricity would it take to electricity in my house? We're going to find out once we finish fitting this nearest city. Okay. All right. Well, see you in twelve years. Oh fuck. Yeah, they like so. There's there's no cars. There's no electricity. Yeah. People are like using lanterns and uh, walking because mm-hmm. it's also <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not it's not a huge town. No, yeah. Well, like like even to this day, it's still not even like a, a town of a thousand people. Yeah, there was uh, back uh, back when all this happened. We uh, we saw some signs. Six oh eight, six hundred eight people there. Yeah, populate the the population was so low that they put it on the sign. Well, small towns still do that. They put the population on there. I know, but it's so weird. I know it's even weirder when it's like an electronic sign. Oh, that's so really you know weird. They can change it. Yeah, they're like, oh, a new family moved in. Change the sign. We know exactly how. One thousand eight hundred ninety-five. Ha ha. <laughs> we got getting em. there. Oh, but Joanne just passed away last night. Ninety-four. Damn it. Fuck. All right, well, so, so close to that even number. So his he had an older brother named Henry. Right. He was five years his senior. Oh. And uh, you could say that they had a very stable family. Yeah, stable as in unstable. As it, yeah, there's really no good way of saying stable for this family. Unless we're talking about the Christian stable. Most, <laughs> most people, when they talk about Ed, Ed Gain, they like to talk about uh, Psycho because it was... Yeah. literally written about him. The yeah. guy who wrote Psycho lived in Milwaukee at mm-hmm. the same time that the trial was happening and mm-hmm. wrote the book when the trial was happening. So, like, If anything, he kind of watered it down. It's kind of like all new political books that are coming out right now. Oh. You know, like they're yeah. just like kind of transcribing what's happening. Yeah, like, the, like, uh, like any Hollywood movie. Yeah, exactly. Fucking uh, The Twilight Zone. Well, Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah, the new one? Yeah, well, the yeah. new one when the baby runs for president, becomes fucking president. It's just like, oh, we get it. Mm-hmm. Satire. Yeah. Here's a shovel. <laughs> Can you beat it over my head? Yeah, there's a great YouTube clip of that. Love the bonk sound that it makes. Kabong. Yeah, yeah, like that guy, Kabong. Yeah, El Kabong. El Kabong. Oh, you can't do that in 2019. Uh, so, so. That was a donkey. His relationship with his mother Augusta. Augusta. Augusta again. Yeah, she was weird. Uh, she foreboding? was strict. Uh, yeah, but um, uh, over? Uh, over? Like, 
if people thought the helicopter moms were bad, they never heard <laughs> about Augusta Gein. Because, yeah. okay, first off, she hated her husband. She hated oh, the fuck well, out of him. She hated all men. Like, well, she's seen yeah. all men as sinful beasts of sexual depravity. Yeah, because her husband George was a major alcoholic who eventually <laughs> dies of alcoholism. But I can guarantee you that the alcoholism came after the wedding, not before. <laughs> it was probably throughout his entire... You know, there's still like seven or eight of the top ten drunkest towns in America are in Wisconsin. Top ten. Plainsville, Wisconsin. <laughs> The only ones they don't have are like eight and nine. <laughs> oh, man. Where are they? Probably Michigan. Oh. But, uh, right next door. Yeah. So, really, the the dad had like a general store, like a grocery store in mm-hmm. town that he was so drunk he couldn't keep up. Yeah, so Augusta had to start uh, no, taking care of it, right? she didn't do shit. She stayed at home. Oh, I thought she took care of it. No, she she stayed at home with the boys. Uh, Someone's got to teach these boys the right way to act in society. Someone has to. Yeah. So they would do their chores on the farm, and then they would come back inside, and every single day, uh, no matter what, she would read to them every afternoon. From the best book ever written. Yeah, I know. It's my favorite book. The only book, really. Yeah, well, for Jews, we don't have another. Uh, It's the Old Testament for all of you, uh, as Augusta was, Lutherans out there. Yeah. Are there still Lutherans? Uh, I think they're like new Lutheran. Hmm. Like like getting away from the Puritan aspect of just like, there's only the Old Testament. We don't want any of that friendly bullshit. (laughs) We want God to be this angry asshole. Vengeful and smiteful. Did you ever watch The Witch? The Vavitch? <laughs> yeah, The Vavitch. Yeah, I saw it. It's uh, it's like that. Yeah, like How she, all the time. Yeah, like, but, it, like God does everything and you should pray for just a good day. Maybe he'll give it to you. <laughs> or maybe he'll stab you in the side with a goat. Either way, God is mysterious, ain't he? Yeah. Well, so... Her preachings to her children is that all outside influences, except for her, yeah, she's the only are, woman, are evil. Uh huh. That drinking is terribly evil. Yeah. Uh, and that all women are naturally promiscuous, mm-hmm. and they are just servants of the devil. Yeah. Except for her. Yeah, she's the only good one. She's the only good one. And but all other women are cunts. Terrible, terrible people. And so there, there are some accounts of. Uh, this, I like to call him Teddy. Oh, you're calling Ed Teddy? I like to call him Teddy. Okay. Because, like, Edward is way too formal, and Ed Gein just, like, ugh, sounds gross. No, I, I think Ed Gein is perfect for him <laughs> later in life. Like, right now, he's definitely a Teddy. That's he's what I'm just, saying. Right now, he's just Teddy. He's you just know? a poor he's, guy. Just He's a poor little kid. And so, shouted at constantly. Well, because he, go, well, he, go, he goes to school, right? And, yeah. um... He packs up his little rucksack and walks his eight miles uphill both ways. Yay, yay, I'm alive. I love life. Yay, yay. Boy, he's kind of like, really, he reminds me of uh, a child version of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Mm. It's like oddly quiet, makes a bunch of weird faces. And they even said that he um, would randomly just like 
burst out laughing. Uh. <laughs> just like uh. Uh, they they thought it was that just a joke in his own head. You it know? could have been. He was a bit of a joker. This guy. He's probably making jokes all the time. Like uh, Ed, uh, what's uh, what's two plus two? And he's like, uh, <laughs> I, I just want to wear a woman's out. I just want to wear a woman's skin. I'm not. I'm not. I just want to be a woman. This is Teddy. Okay, Teddy doesn't want to be a woman. <laughs> oh, his mother's gonna. Uh, that's that's coming him. up yeah. soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, so Teddy did try and make friends. Oh, how'd that go? Well, Augusta punished him for it and sent away all friends and wouldn't let him go outside and, like, really just, like, kept him under her wing. Oh, yeah, because uh, the only good person in this whole fucking world is me. Well, so he started reading. Oh, okay. Because he was very good at reading at school. I guess he had something going for him. (laughs) One thing. It's like, I need to escape this hellish lifestyle that I don't really understand yet. (laughs) My mom keeps saying that she's the only good person for me. They They didn't know... In any of the documents I could find on him, when when he read this book, but he actually went and found one of the first ever books. Actually, it was the first ever book written about the first ever uh, sexual like transition. Yeah, the tra- the first sexual transition. Yeah, like the first surgery to do it. Mm-hmm. He read this book like incessantly. Oh, he loved it. He the, he finally understood what was going on with him. I guess. Yeah. I mean, he. Supposedly, he thought about getting a a, a, a surgery done himself. Yeah. Then I'm sure he found it easier just to play dress up. Yeah, no, definitely that would be the wrong thing to try to do in 1940s Wisconsin. It would, yeah, probably would have ran him out of town. Yeah, before he would have been. It's a bit odd. They'd be like, "Well, he's Frankenstein now, so he he obviously can't hurt anyone." Why would we even bother that thing? Yeah. Live in his little hut on yeah. the outskirts of town and we'll forget that what leper. A, what a monster. Yeah. He turns into a hermit, effectively. Yeah. Definitely. But that happens either way. Yeah, I know. That's, should've just gotten the surgery then. I guess. Yeah, maybe we would have been happier if he was allowed to transition like we are so open to today. Yeah. He was just born too early. Yeah, man. Different times. Either way, uh, his father dies. Oh, uh, in 1940. Yeah, from a heart failure, and so Henry and uh, Teddy, you, we can start calling him Ed at yeah, this he's, point. He's, he's an adult now. Yeah, yeah, they have to start like working. Yeah, Henry has to get a job downtown because he's the only normal one, and Ed keeps the farm going. No, Ed, Ed got jobs too. Oh yeah, he was like he a was handyman. A, he was a handyman. He was a babysitter. <laughs> Not kidding. He was like a very well-respected babysitter in the oh. town, and like would hang out with kids. Different times. Yeah, like one of the kids told their parents that he has shrunken heads, and he said that he got them from Thailand. Yeah, he um he befriended a, uh, a he he befriends a lot of children. Because well, he even people see him as a simpleton. Well, he said that he you know liked children much more than adults and like could actually connect with them. Yeah, because you know adults just kept calling him a weird, an oddball, kind of an oddball. It's like, I, if anyone ever fucking called me an oddball, I wouldn't talk to them either. Just hang out with kids. Yeah, but he was also very shy. Um, so uh, he went to the Philippines. He got shrunken heads. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe he ordered them. I think from a from a catalog. 
or I th- I think more likely he he made them. He probably just made them. <laughs> he made them. I'm sure Which he we'll made find them. out later. Well, cuz he was his his dad was a carpenter and a tanner at one point, so I'm sure he knew a lot about working leather. Yeah, taught his uh, taught his sons to uh, work with your hands and you know, just use the imagination. Yeah. So Henry starts dating a divorced single mom. Ooh. And he is planning on moving in with her. Yeah. And every time that like he and Teddy are working on a like handyman projects, yeah. he's always talking shit about Augusta. And Teddy's like, oh, how could you talk about that? Like, mama, 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 I love her. <laughs> I don't think he talked like that. No, he never talked like that. We can't find any interviews of uh, I'm sure it was much more that. gruff. It was more, don't ever talk about that with my mama. That was, that's our mama. Yeah. Like, just like, very just like gritty very, very farmer. Very, very brash and short. Not, I love mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah, don't, if you, uh, if you're ever in the Bates Hotel, never talk shit about Mama. Yeah, so. that really, really quickens oh, the um, death, the stabbing. It really hastens your end. It's crazy though. Like Henry was not indoctrinated. Like he, Henry he, just, I think he, he just, just like, wanted was, to get the fuck out. Well, he was the older of the two. He yeah. was five years older than than. Right. So Ed. right now he's like forty, and he's still living at home with a mom. So exactly. And so he's like, like let me just get my fucking life. I, look, I met a normal person. Like we're, we're gonna live together. She has two kids. I can help raise oh, them. She was opening up his eyes. She was re. She was. Yeah. It's like okay. taking someone out of a cult. Yeah. And he was trying to save his brother too, but like, nah. Well, your brother's the cult leader, though. <laughs> At this point, he kind of is. Um, so they're working a uh, a handyman job in 1944. Yeah, where they're burning away marsh vegetation. Oh, so they so they're burning it. They're actually yeah, they yeah, caused the fire. Yeah, they're burning like brush so like, okay, away, like a controlled blaze. That yeah, you would, yeah. So like, and it, you know somehow, where the fire. Is. Oh, somehow it got out of hand. Oh. And like the local fire department had to come oh, help shit. them put it out, and they're like, "Okay, well we're we're good. We're like the fire is out. Okay, wait, where's Henry? Oh, him and Ed weren't together. They get no, separated Ed, or something. Ed, Ed couldn't find him. Oh, and so they the search party came out and yeah. they found him laying face down, uh, dead. Oh, Henry's dead. Henry's dead. Oh, jeez. But he didn't look like he was burned. Oh. And so the police were like, hmm, you guys thinking foul play? And they're like, no, he probably just got lost and yeah. inhaled too much smoke and passed out and died of the heat and smoke. I assume that he was found in like a heavily burnt area. No, he was near it. Oh. Kinda. So like walking distance away from Yeah, yeah, like oh. a stone's throw. Okay. Uh, but so they they, they were <laughs> like they're like, nah, no, no, no foul play. Oh. And the uh, the coroner of the town was like, yeah, that was asphyxiation by smoke. Yeah. And so that was that, and Henry died. Oh. However. So wait, wait George and Henry are both dead now? Mm-hmm. Four years apart. That's sad. So it's just. To, to add to that, though, there the, oh. it actually did come out that uh, there were bruises on the head of Henry. Oh, from the fire. No, that Ed admitted way, way, way late in his life that he did kill his he brother, it? yeah, he was kind of like telling people a story and oh. just ended up admitting it. No, oh. um, and that they labeled it a Cain and Abel tale, where like he was like feeling 
the stories that his mother used to teach him mm -hmm. about, you know, like divine retribution. Yeah. You know, you can't just he be likes, saying that mom's a little yeah, out there. No way. No way. And so I think he sacrificed Henry back to God, the fire God, whatever God, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I don't know what's going through this man's mind. Yeah. When you're crazy, anything can make sense. Exactly. And so, uh, now Ed and Augusta are all alone in their house. Yay! He finally got what he wanted his whole life, just to be alone with Mama. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, mm -hmm. she has a stroke. God damn it. Paralyzes her. Oh, man. And then, like, literally a year later, another stroke, and she's dead. Yeah, she she used to get worked up a lot, I heard. Yeah, tell me about like, it. Uh, like, like whew, she see, she see like a woman with like a guy. Like, they're like, oh what? yeah, I was reading about this. Like with like the neighbor. Yeah, like the neighbor. Or something. They like they traded with for different <laughs> things. Yeah, just try to keep the farm going. Like just barter system. I think he was married, and she saw him with another woman, and she was just like, "See, this is why I keep telling you. I told you all about this. This women are evil. Evil women." You mm -hmm. And she just got flared up into a fiery storm of just, like, just shouting. <laughs> and then after, like, two days of just doing that, she had another stroke and died. That's enough to do it. Yeah. Especially, like, if you're crazy. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it also was a time where everyone's diet was probably awful. Oh, yeah. They just Because there were a lot of people at this time, like, Around this story, mm -hmm. they like died of heart attacks and like, yeah, they're just like too worked up and just died. Yeah, man, like that was the uh, you just ate rendered pork fat all yeah. day long. Like, hey, spam is great. Yeah, it comes in a can, dude. You well, pop it open. So when when Mama died, oh, uh, he immediately nailed her bedroom shut mm. just to like preserve it and like make it her coffin. Yeah, I guess. You know, you preserve something. You yeah. Preserve what you love. But then, mm. there are no rules now. I mean, <laughs> I can redecorate. Ed's got this going on, dude. Like, it's party time, dude. Ed Ed is playing million-dollar makeover right now yeah. with He's... no money and simply dead bodies. Whoa, dead bodies. Yeah, he just, you know, took up grave robbing. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he wanted souvenirs. What? What the hell? So, like, so he, yeah, he the freedom, Ed. You could do anything, and he and he wanted to, and he did. <laughs> he went out in the nighttime and met a local guy named Gus, this little insane guy that worked at the uh, at the great at the, uh, the cemetery. At the cemetery. Yeah. He was the caretaker, but he was absolutely fucking insane. Of course. What do you what do you think about the nighttime caretaker of a cemetery in 1940, <laughs> fucking Wisconsin? Yeah, middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Yeah. He's probably guarding more bodies than he knows because they're in the hills. We got too many bodies in here, Ed. <laughs> they're probably on like sacred burial sites. I would also, I would even uh, argue that maybe Gus was the reason why Ed kept taking these bodies out. All I'm saying, maybe, maybe Gus came up to Ed one day and was like, "Hey, we got too many bodies in this hill. The hill's angry." Yeah, I know. I I, I need to sell more land. <laughs> give me some land back. We got, so there, we, we he got would, some plots open. He would take sometimes the whole body, which mm -hmm. I think at that point is probably the best case scenario. Yeah. 
Because other times he just like take what he called souvenirs, yeah, which just is like a few pieces. Yeah, like a head and yeah. a, a leg. Well, you, you need to finish the a, a vagina. <laughs> yeah, always the vagina. Maybe just the lips, Some, a nose here yeah. and there. Like it was very. Uh, I think it would be best if he would just take the whole body. Well, I think uh, because the way that he found these bodies was that he would spend a lot of times looking at the uh, the recently deceased, right? He'd go through the obituary uh, obituary section. Hmm. That's what the word I was looking for. Well, they do say like name <clears throat> and their age and Location. how they died. Yeah, and he would find like the fattest women possible because that's what Augusta was like. She was a rather large, hulking woman. Uh, physic- physically and um, emotionally to him. And he would go find the, any piece that kind of reminded him of his mother and he would take that piece with him, you know? Hmm. So, like, how about if the, if you got someone that got shot in the stomach? You don't want that. That's a bad stomach. You don't need that stomach. You don't need that skin. Just take some of these arms. Take a face. Take some legs. I don't think, yeah. Always take the vagina, though. If anything, he definitely took the whole head. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't just cut a face off in the grave. Because I think that would weird out Gus. Well, Ed would talk about that during these times when he would go out to the graveyard, that it was kind of like a haze. Like, he was like, he's entranced by it. Hmm. Uh, Later in life, he uh, he did not. He just said that he was just fucking around at the beginning. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was I was just trying new things. I was trying to get out there. Yeah, you just you get just cr- try new things. Yeah, you break know? the rules. Yeah, mom's gone. No one's telling me what to do. Just start digging up some bodies, dude. And so, uh, you were telling me what that Gus got sent to prison. Yeah, um, because uh, a lot of the things that you read, like they're like, we don't know why he moved on to live victims, but uh, we uh, if you read into it, like Gus the person helping him dig up all these bodies, uh, he got sent away to an insane asylum because Gus is fucking insane. <laughs> so um, after uh, after Gus got sent away, he didn't really know how to dig up the bodies as well, or maybe he's just kind of weak, frail. I guess maybe he just like didn't find it fun anymore without his buddy. <sighs> Having a friend do something yeah. is definitely like, because when he when he when his mother died, he said that he was totally alone and had never felt that he was all alone in this world with yeah. no one. Well, and then he found Gus. And then he had Gus, and then Gus went away. <sighs> so, in 1954, uh, this woman Mary Hogan, who was a 51 year old bar owner in Pine Grove, Wisconsin, went uh, missing. Well, I bet I imagine that she was at, had a fun bar back in the day. Probably Wisconsin, just like hey, how you doing? What do you want? <laughs> Shot him alert. In 1954, yeah. PBR. That's all they're drinking. Schlitz. Uh, Schlitz. Yeah, Schlitz back then. All Schlitz and ham. Schlitz and fucking gross whiskey. Mm -hmm. Like, where's this? It's brown. Probably whiskey. Yep. Came from uh, somewhere down south. (laughs) Well, they, for some reason, immediately suspect Ed. Well, he's one of the suspects, yeah. Yeah, he's like their top prime suspect, even though there's no evidence of him at all. Well, he's kind of an oddball in town. Any exactly. oddball is always the suspect. And so the thing is that I think the police just like didn't want to go talk to him because they didn't have any evidence to pin it on him. Well, and he's also kind of an he's they they see him as a simpleton. They see him as like the the uh the the town uh clown or whatever. The village idiot. There you go. That's we're getting there. 
we're we're learning terms. <laughs> and um like nobody because he's just like this little tiny frail guy. Like he's just like a tiny Yeah. I think he's like five foot four or something. Like he's kind of a tiny guy. Because when you see all the pictures, he's like much shorter than Is that why most of like the camera angles are from like lower to make him look taller? Yeah. <laughs> Imposing. Yeah, let's make him look scarier. Yeah, because he's definitely a scary guy. Like this of is course he is. Everything that he's doing right now is fucking terrifying. Well, so three years after Mary Hogan goes missing, another woman in her 50s, uh, Bernice Warden, yeah. goes missing from her store, her general store in Plainfield. Yeah, during uh, the first day of uh, deer hunting season. Yeah, so it's going to be a busy day. Well, no, it's empty. The town's empty because everyone's out. No, but her general store is oh, yeah. fucking busy. Yeah, when they when they come back, yeah, yeah, and uh, and she's gone. And oh. so this time they're like, "All right, we gotta go talk to Ed." Well, Ed is the main suspect because he was there the day before asking about all this fucking antifreeze. Like he was like, "What about the anti?" Like he just kept mentioning antifreeze. Hmm. And uh, her son overheard him like talking about the fucking antifreeze, and also asking uh, Bernice out for a date. Ooh. And then they, the day that she was missing, there was blood on the floor and a receipt for antifreeze. Oh, shit. What's yeah, that's, that's pretty this? good evidence back in yeah. back in that day. Back in 55, when they're just going like, to pull up guns a-blazing. Yeah. Well, so they, they go to his place, right? Yeah, they, they investigate his place. And uh, The woodshed. Yeah, they go. his house is locked, so they go out to the barn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you're right, I feel so bad for... Whatever police officers went in first. Yeah, because it's horrible. And then obviously doubled back in fear. Because, my God. I'm sure it, it probably almost, the smell must have been revolting, but the, the, the visual aspect probably almost didn't seem real. Mm-hmm. They found Bernice Warden's corpse. Yeah, poor Bernice. Hanging from the rafters. Yeah. Her head is gone. Severed off. Totally removed. Yeah. He cut her vagina out, yeah, and then split her torso open and gutted her. Yeah, pretty fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, like, more disgusting than when we did the <laughs> medieval tortures because it sounds like medieval torture. But it's just a guy having the time of his life, I guess. He's like, uh, this is mom. She looked exactly like she because everyone in the, all the reports and everything said that this woman looked exactly like her, like his mom. So, so did the first one. Yeah, insane. He just kept it's like all the women in Wisconsin look like looked his the mom. same. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, yeah. I think that's why he removed the head like right away, or maybe it was to drain the blood. <laughs> I don't. know. It's disgusting. I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Yeah, but so obviously he did it. Yeah. So they they arrest him. So they go find him. He was at a young boy's house with his, with his friend. His friend, leader. yeah, the 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 twelve year old kid. And they were eating fucking pork and beans and watching the. I think I forget what show it was. It was something like I Dream of Genie or something, mm-hmm. like something silly and goofy. And he was just sitting there on the floor, <laughs> laughing like a simpleton. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, this this oddball did that. Let's get him. <laughs> Let's get. Well, so uh, they arrest him while he's sitting in jail. Uh, they're like, well, I guess we got to look inside his house. Yeah, let's take a peek in the house. And everyone that talks about this in interviews is always like oddly happy, I would say. Yeah, it's and kind like, of a Yeah, like they're, weird they're like, thing. they're like, 
just it's just a marvel. It's just astounding. I'm like those are positive terms for this stuff. Well, uh, it's, it's pretty it's seeing the pictures. So yeah, let's let's get into this a bit, little bit as my stomach starts to turn. <laughs> okay, so here's a quick list of the shit they found in his house, and feel free to expound on any of these. Oh yeah, yeah. Full or fragmented human bones. Of course, dude. Like you're who doesn't have that? Uh, a small trash can made from human skin. <laughs> well, how are you gonna throw away your scraps of, of uh, garbage, dude? I guess in a human skin bucket. Yeah, no, like why like that's not that weird of a thing. No, no, no not at all. Uh chairs where their seats were upholstered with human skin yeah and a lot of faces went on the upholstery on these well that was in the that was the armchair oh right, right we'll get to the armchair these were like hard wooden seats that he like upholstered with what'd you say fat underneath the skin yeah he used f- rendered fat for like uh the cushioning the cushioning Ugh. i bet i imagine that'd be pretty good it's probably better than mem- memory foam it probably I is just... memory foam that was probably <laughs> the inspiration for memory foam yeah <laughs> It, this guy inspired a lot of stuff, yeah, man. It doesn't stop at horror movies or that. Like He's kind of like the Ralph Waldo Emerson of inventing new landscapes for people to explore, you know? Wow. That's very adept. His bedposts were uh, skulls. Dude, that's fucking brutal. Like, that would be cool. They found... I don't know how they... It's interesting how they catalog this shit because they're like specifically female skull. I'm like, is it that easy to tell the difference between a male skull and a female skull? Well, he only dug up female bodies, so there was no So males. they think. So they know. <laughs> they they went in. They checked every single, um, like, recently, uh, like, anything that looks like it was disturbed. Wow. Uh, this tore this, uh, the, the, uh, the, out, the, out, the, uh, the aftermath of this, Tore this town apart. <laughs> like, oh, entirely. These people were horrified. <laughs> yeah. Because like, they're like... Whoa. I mean, come on. Recently, there was a guy who won a settlement in court because his uh, grandmother's body that was donated, uh, her like body was like for research after she died, was like strapped to a missile, and they like shot it on like a rocket just to like explode it on something, I guess. I don't know. And he like oh, won a settlement over the fact that it was so fucked up with what they did with his grandmother's body. And like these people <laughs> had to revisit their grandparents and their, their aunts and uncles and mostly their nieces. Yeah. Not a lot of uncles. As like they're, as they're sewn into a couch. That's a little weird. Yeah. As their skin <laughs> is a couch with their face on the arm. Like, Oh my God. Uh, so he had female skulls that were uh, had the top sawn off, probably mm-hmm. for drinking. Uh, uh, no, he would uh, he would eat stuff out of it. He well, no, no, no. he bowls. had different ones. He had oh. bowls that he like made from skulls, but yeah. he had other smaller ones that he just kind of cut the tops off. That I think was probably cups. Oh, like a little like a little set. I mean, the guy's obviously playing house. Yeah, he'd um, also uh, fill them with the wax. Like rendered fat and make them into candles. He did, yeah. He also uh, made a corset from a female torso <laughs> from like is... the waist up to the neck. That I think, what do you like to describe it as? No, it's it's called the mammary vest. The mammary vest. Yeah, it's that's what it's officially been called. Oh, 
can so gross. Google image this. She's got double D tits, dude. <laughs> so hence the Buffalo Bill uh, inspiration yeah. with another mammary vest. Just like like the, even um, even Psycho, but they didn't put it in the movie. I don't think. But like the concept of like wearing female attire, because like we talked about earlier, he was a um, he was a transgendered person that. Yeah, fit into society because he had a he had a. Oh, here here we go, uh, leggings that he made from human legs. <laughs> well, you know, skin like that's from just, human legs. That's just comical. There, like, um, masks that he had like paper mache and hung on the wall of different female faces. Well, you never want to feel alone. Yeah, you want your walls to watch you. Yeah, like, that would be fun. Like it's like is that face on the wall following me with his eyes <laughs> oh, well it's real eyes uh they they found mary hogan's face in a bag <laughs> yeah the uh the, that that's actually kind of fucked up the um the officer talked about like he saw this like bag on the corner like just a brown paper bag like nothing crazy nothing weird and there's like some hair sticking out of it so instinctively he just like put his hand in there and grabbed it and found her mask, a, ma- a mask made yeah. out of her face and skin that he would wear, like all these. Yeah, they, and because they could recognize her. Uh, yeah, that, well, that's f- that she was gone you, three years ago. That shows you how how good Ed Gein is at, at <laughs> taxidermy. Uh, he they also found her skull in a box, labeled. Um, <laughs> well, at least he's a very organized person. They found Bernice Warden's head that he had removed from her body. It was in a burlap sack. Yeah. And uh, they found her heart in a plastic bag in front of his stove. Mm-hmm. So wonder what he was going to do with that. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people say that he's uh, could be a cannibal. I don't think so. I don't think he's a cannibal. Maybe that was that was placed there. I think that like because I've read it that it was near. The oven, like a lot of people say, like it was on the stove in a frying pan or something. No, it was in a plastic bag in front of his pot-bellied stove. Is yeah, the exact so, quote. It, he was a hoarder, dude. Like, yeah, there was just, just tossed it near where he wanted to yeah. use it next. Yeah, like, there was like piles of junk everywhere. Like he was like, ah, oh, I got. How do I have all this counter space, but no counter space? Maybe he was trying to make like oven mitts out of it. That way he could, um, you know, more easily cook in his home. And not burn his hands, so he makes like yeah. heart mittens. Well, he did have uh, gloves made of the hands of former women. That's terrifying how you can do that. Um, <laughs> well, he had a whole uh, he had the whole set. <laughs> yeah, he put put you know put the mammary vest on, puts uh, put the arms on, put the gloves on, the, put leggings. the leggings. He had uh, high heel shoes wow. made of the skin of uh, women. He had uh, like. Those shoes, like like witches would wear. He had like multiple different high heel shoes made of women's skin. Wow. He also had a little like going out bag. Oh my god, tote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he like had... I don't want to say a purse because it was like no, one of the it's, big it's, purses. It's a tote bag. Yeah, it was a tote bag That's purse. Called. Yeah, he'd have that. <laughs> oh my god, for going out in the town. <laughs> uh, so he also had uh, a few dresses. That um, one of them had what was judged to be two 15-year-old vaginas on it. 
Well, you I know. was like, how did you judge the age of the vagina? They spent a lot of time with these skin. <laughs> like, I don't know how these people were able to do this. Maybe they found the victims. The the famous uh, belt made of nipples. Yeah, nipple. Can you imagine though? Like it, you just like severed thirty nipples off of a woman, off of all these women, and like you're like, ah, oh, finally fits just right. My and God. then you have, and then you eat a little, and you gain a little bit of weight. And you're like, God damn it! Gotta get more nipples. I gotta go out to the graveyard again and get more nipples. Yeah. Maybe that find someone in town. Yeah, maybe that's why he killed the two women, the the poor victims in the story. No way. He he got he got a little pudgy there towards the end. So they also found uh, nine vaginas in a shoebox. One of them was uh, spray painted silver. Uh, they found precisely four noses. <clears throat> well, you know, you can't you can never have too many. This is. The most horrifying is, hoarder I, of I all am, time. I am like squirming over here. This is <laughs> I'm sweating. This is disgusting. Yeah, uh, it's pretty oh, rough. Okay, we're, we got to keep going though. Okay, <laughs> a pair of lips. Yeah, that were on the drawstring of a window shade. Yeah, like at, when you would draw it up, it'd make a little smile <laughs> towards the end of the day. Just, uh, a lampshade made of human faces. See um, that one. That one would fuck me up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want the the faces. Ugh. Like I, if I hit the if I hit the lamp, I don't want to see faces. No, uh, like I would. Put, he also has faces on the wall, <laughs> faces in bags, faces on the chairs. Oh my god! Um, faces the, on his face. The the famous uh, leather armchair made of people, and the yeah. couch made of people. Um, a lot of fingers and fingernails. I'm getting lightheaded, so we're gonna get off this part. Forty. He dug up forty <sighs> corpses in the span of his, uh, of his, <laughs> of his horrors, and he, not a lot went to waste. Is what uh, you're just telling me here? Like, like a lot of people, it's called the um, the toolbox fallacy, where you're like, if I just get this one thing, man, I'll be able to do the projects that I want to do, right? If I just get a new guitar, I'll start that band and I'll start performing. I'll go out, I'll hit open mics. Ed Gein, all he needed was a shovel, man. And he got one. And he got it, dude. Well, so. <laughs> and a tanning degree. <laughs> when they were questioning him, the officer who was one of the first responders, not like the first, but one of them, yeah. actually ended up uh, smashing Ed's head against the wall. Uh, so they made that. Testimony, null and void. Oh, what? Yeah, and then that guy died of a heart attack. Of course they did. <laughs> from just being so worked up. Yeah. Um, They found that Ed was mentally incompetent, and so he couldn't stand trial, and so they sent him to a secure mental hospital. When they arrested him, did he, like, how was the confession or anything? Like, did he, did he talk? Yeah. Did, he, like, did they, he hold it in? He walked him through his fucking house telling him about all his shit because they gave him a slice of apple pie with a slice of cheese on top. A slice of American cheese. And he's like, I want some cheesecake. And he's like, uh, okay. And then and they give like, him a slice of cheese. He's like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, Here cheesecake. Here's, here's, here's all of my stuff. <laughs> here's how I did it. It was fun. It was, I didn't kill anybody, but it was a good time. Oh, no, he confessed the two. I know he confessed the two, but he's like, besides that, nope. They even were like, Ed, did you have sex with any of these bodies? He goes, no, they all smelled too bad. Yeah. He, at least he has limits. I guess. 
But so, he, uh, he also had a cod piece made out of uh, a vagina that he would wear. Ugh. <laughs> so his house went up for auction, uh, and they're actually going to auction off all of the shit inside of it individually. Yeah. Um, Trying to make some money here. I guess. Yeah. And then somehow, a few nights before the auction happened, the house burned down. Oh, what? Uh, supposedly, there were a bunch of workers uh, cleaning up trash on the property. Yeah. And they, like, were burning the trash, because I guess that's what you just did back in the 50s when this you're in the middle of nowhere and there's no this is know, main scale trash pickup. There was a there was like a there was a protest in Los Angeles in the 1940s. I actually just learned about this this week mm-hmm. because people used to have incinerators on their property. Like literally everybody, <laughs> everybody would just burn their trash constantly all the time, and um, they made it illegal. And there's people protesting like, "Let us burn our trash, you fucking," <laughs> like everything. Like so back in the day, people just did that. <laughs> they just incinerated. Garbage. And, and nowadays, the cleanest country in the earth incinerates garbage. China. W- what country? What? What's the cleanest country? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like, it's one of the Nordic countries. I just can never remember which one does what, because they all do like oddly fascinating shit. And they all burn their garbage? I think it's, uh, I want to say it's Iceland. Maybe it's uh, Denmark. I don't know. Maybe it's Finland. But one of them, they, they literally import trash. They like yeah. buy trash from countries because they power their country with the incinerator that they incinerate trash in. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's trash, trash fire-powered electricity. Once again, America was ahead clean. of the curve and then we just fucked it over. Yeah, we really did. Like, really we fucked it up. Like, you didn't even know what you had. We had Ed Gein burning trash. Like, we had everything before anybody had anything. Well, supposedly the trash bonfire, you know, got caught in the wind and oh, yeah, took, no. torched the house. They found some of the coals from the fire in, like, in the rubble. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Like, that's, that's what happened. That's definitely bullshit. <laughs> it's just like, wait, he did what? Oh, no, we're all going to burn his house. You're, <laughs> you're not going to make a dime off of this. Uh, so he died of respiratory failure. And lung cancer in 1984. Wow, the ripe old age of, what, was that 76 or something? 77. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was 77 years old. In his later life, in his later years, he just said, he just admitted, like, yeah, I wasn't crazy. I just wanted to do that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. He's a good actor. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, this guy is so gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And so that's why. Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses and his sequel, which is, what is it? Uh, uh, Devil's Rejects? Yeah, Devil's Rejects are both based on his house, on Ed Gein's house. I imagine there's a lot of horror movies and stuff that are, like anything that has like a creepy house. Because <laughs> his house was, even his house, like even without the bodies in it, his house was always seen as like the creepy house on the outskirts of town yeah because like everyone sure would always talk the, about that they were probably the only ones that were like we don't want electricity on our property yeah they didn't have electricity they didn't have electricity they just just love the bible like everything mm-hmm. like at least like you read in hindsight everything about this is a horse <laughs> like this was going to happen regardless oh my god yeah 
Like this, this like, overbearing could imagine, woman. Could you imagine being like their closest neighbor, like a mile away and just like going down the road and like seeing the boys working on the farm. And then like they see you come in and Augusta like runs outside and like, come here now. And they like run inside with yeah, like, their heads ducked down. And all you hear is just like crying and Bible verses. Of I, course they're going to be weird fucking kids. <laughs> And you meet one of them, the older one, and he's like kind of normal. And the younger one just starts laughing out of nowhere. Talking about skin and fucking. And, yeah, and like working leather and, you know, how does that dress feel on your skin? Can mm-hmm. I hold your hand? <laughs> the fuck? And then he gets older and keeps just like hanging out with children. So you're like, I guess he's a good babysitter. Yeah, and buddy. An avid reader, like we said, but all the things that he read were all the macabre and like fucked up shit. Yeah, it's just he like, loved reading about Nazis and like headhunters and just like really weird shit. Yeah, and then like in the span of five years, everybody in the entire family except for the youngest boy dies. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Wisconsin, though. Uh, I think it would be more horrifying, but also weird. Uh, you're just driving. You're you're there, you're there next door neighbor. Right? You're driving home. It's kind of you dark don't have out. a car. Well, you're well, you're walking. Oh, home. I guess I guess at a certain point. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, whatever. How many people in the family are dead at this point? Oh, this is like, like we'll just say a year before he gets caught, right? Okay, then they definitely had a car. Okay, so cars they, were all the rage. So your neighbor of him, you're driving home. It's late at night. You look over on your left, and you swear you see. Ed Gein wearing a leathery apron, dancing around in the pale moonlight, saying that he's a woman. You're like, that's a bit of an oddball. You just like keep driving. You kind of, you kind of like push it to the back of your mind, kind of forget it. Like, why is his skin all like flapping off? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Why does he have breasts? I thought he was why a man. Are, why is he showing everyone them? Hmm, that's a bit weird. Is he rubbing lotion on himself? Well, he's a bit of a simpleton. Does he put the lotion on the skin? Of course he does, dude. He gotta moisturize it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> on that note, ugh, hopefully the next one won't be as disgusting. Because oh. I ugh, hope not. I was it squirming this whole time. Might be a little bit more disgusting. Oh, God. Well, it is Spooktober. Are you are you feeling spooky yet? I'm feeling spooked. <laughs> My God, Ugh, this guy. He like at the end of the day is like his crimes were n- terrible. Yeah, but what he did in his like as a hobby. Yeah, you could say it was, was uh, disgusting a bit of a hobbyist. to like. Literally, like my my fucking sphincter is 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 disgusted. I can feel it. It's yelling. It's like, yeah, turn him off. Yeah. End the episode. This is why when you talk about serial killers, one of the first people to come up is Ed Gein, even though that he only officially killed two people. Yeah, he wasn't really a killer. He was just he a was, fucking freak. He was just one of the most influential horror, horrific people. In the last 150 years. Yeah. I mean, Mussolini making people drink oil doesn't even Compare. come close to this. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the, um, I think the, the, uh, the Paris catacombs is kind of like, comes close in the macabreness. I mean, I've been there. 
Yeah, like it's a tourist attraction. As yeah, long and as I the got, skin I got, isn't there. I got yelled at because oh. I, I pet a skull. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to touch anything. Yeah, he's like, whoa, do not touch that. It's disrespectful. And I was like, excuse me. You're selling a tour. I told him that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like first off, these bones were moved from their grave because yeah. you needed more room, and now you're selling tickets for tourists to come and walk near them. Yeah. And I'm disrespectful for giving him a post-mortem head rub? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Maybe he liked having his head rubbed. You don't know, mister. And also, like, the smell in there is, like, way too clean to have that many bodies. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely use disinfectant. It's, uh, it's an interesting place. I want to go back, but at the same time... I want to go back because there are so many skulls and they make so many cool shapes and like yeah, they know. wrap around columns. They, they really, they really spend some time like organizing shit. Yeah, they had a lot, a lot, a lot of unpaid manual labor. Yeah, they, well, it was um, it was the it army. was the priests. No, it was the, the uh, army was subject with moving them, and then the priests were the ones who walled yeah that it all organized up. it. No, they they uh, the priests or somebody like in the Catholic Church or somebody organized it and designed it in the way that it is. Like when the the See, he has like, a lot of crosses. Yeah. Out of bones. Yeah. But uh what if that's like just like to guard you from the gates of hell? I think it's just like they got bored, dude. Like how many times <laughs> guess what? we gotta put another cross. I think it was just like the, the city was probably sinking lightly and they're like, We need uh, something else to hold it up. And they're like, We can use bones. <laughs> Tell them it's a Christian thing. Don't Okay, no one will ask any other questions past that. Maybe he was yelling and at you about that. Break. He's like, You're rubbing the skull, he's like Dude, that's a support skull, man. <laughs> like, the whole city's going to fall over. That is one of the most pivotal skulls in this entire place. Why would you pick that one skull, sir? Were you sent here? <clears throat> that's the conspiracy. Is that no. Paris is sitting on one specific skull, and if you crack the nose, the city will fall. Oh, my God. It's over, dude. All right, everyone. You're from Italian. You're, you're it, Italian and Russian, so you're a spy in Paris. You know, there's only been two people in my entire life who called Italy Italia. I said you're Italian and Russian. Sure. Roll this tape back a little bit and I can promise you, you're you're Italia. You're Italian and Russian. Oh, God damn it. He did it. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you come back next week. Because I hope you enjoyed this. It's going to be less disgusting, maybe. And um, a little more spooky. Definitely more spooky. Because we're getting closer to the event. The event. Yeah, October 31st. Ah, uh, yes. The day that everyone can be themselves yeah, we're gonna, in costume. We're going to put out a special Halloween podcast that's just like... Us breathing heavily into the microphones. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be us. You, like... can, you can play it at the background of your parties or like put a small speaker in uh, in your wife's closet. Oh, that, that's that a would great prank. Scare, yeah, it's a great it's a, prank. Just like a. Did she see us? You know, just like, be great. Yeah, I'd be fucking freaking out. No, yeah, I'd. I'd Could fucking, you imagine if it's like oh every? God. You just had like a button that like, if you like saw someone through their window, like you like already placed the fucking microphone. And you're waiting for this, and like, uh-huh. they sneeze, and you're like, it's like, bless you. <laughs> oh. oh god what oh, i god. thought i was alone <laughs> that'd be terrifying dude like i would shoot my fucking closet if i heard that 
it'd be even funnier like if like if you do prank like like the la- like the you breathing heavy like bless you and everything but then there's like really a rapist in the closet oh my god <laughs> and he has a claw hammer oh no and he's wearing a severed vagina on his penis ugh and he's wearing a face mask yeah that seems like the thing that's going to haunt my dreams tonight so nice enjoy i won't Happy October. (laughs) (laughs) Stay vigilant. Stay wild. Bye. Maybe one day I'll check it out. Yeah, you're, uh, you you go lower and lower, and then eventually you have to, like, the boss is mom, and you kill mom, and then you go. You kill mom? Yeah, you kill mom. Then you go and you kill mom's heart. Then you go and you either kill yourself or kill the uh, the negative demons. There's a lot of fucked up shit in it. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, all like the cut scenes between levels are like his nightmares. Oh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. His mom dresses him up. Mm-hmm. As a girl, puts him in pageant shows. That's why you have the uh, the pageant boy item. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a very expansive universe. At the end of the day, you have to use the wiki usually because uh, it doesn't tell you what the items do until you use them. Oh, and you don't want to use the wrong one. Like, well, when you first up your when run. you're first learning the game, like there there are certain power ups that I'll just fucking avoid. Mm-hmm. I won't even take it. Because it's just such an annoying thing to have. Unless, like, I want to be doing a run that's like that, or I'm going to, like, just accept that that's my run now, like, I'm going to avoid this. Interesting. Yeah, certain things cancel out other things, so you can fuck yourself up when you're really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I get that. It's a roguelike. Well, yeah, because every single game is entirely randomized. Mm -hmm. The floor is random, the shop and the item rooms and everything all the layout of every room the monsters in every room is random on every single run yeah and it gets harder when you get better at the game that's awesome literally the achievement is it's about to get harder Ooh, (laughs) i like that yeah they have fortune machines that tell you like go outside make friends stop (laughs) playing this game what are you doing yeah so have you have you have you gone outside today? Yeah, what's that? There's a uh, there's a game with Jeff Goldblum that says that. I think it's it's got to be Jurassic Park or something. What? Like, have you gone outside today? Yeah, it's like uh, how about uh, you uh, stop playing this game and uh, go outside, find a date, do something, anything. What an asshole! Eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you want to do this? That's why we're here, man. All right, That's what then. we do here. Then why not?